Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. We're really happy to have you here listening with us. Before we get started, want to say thanks to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate for letting us use their wonderful music. Give them a listen over at MidnightSyndicate.com. And another big thank you to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful sound effects. Give them a listen over at YouTube.com slash Sword Coast Soundscapes. All right, that's enough for me. Let's get into the episode. taken many many years but i think i finally found a true advantage to being bald oh yeah what's that i'm listening to these podcasts and all these guys who are saying that they they don't know when they're going to be able to go get a haircut it's <laughs> uh, like well that's not a problem for me <laughs> i mean that is true i've i did trim my beard down finally so i'm not eating my own mustache anymore but i haven't cut my hair yet yeah that's that's real as a as a fellow beardy man, you really got to keep that mustache under control or it just gets in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I could probably find my clippers. Well, that's what I do is I just have a cheap, like, $30 set of wall clippers that I've been using for the last 15 years. I could do hair, too. <laughs> as long as it involves taking it all away, actually styling it, <laughs> not my strong point. Did you ever give Mike a chili bowl haircut? Of course. <laughs> as a as a kid, I mean, Yeah. yeah. When it, when it wouldn't matter to him fashion-wise. <laughs> I mean, what kid hasn't had a chili bowl haircut? I mean, you don't actually use a bowl to do it. But it's easy. The, the key to all these things is don't do them with your regular craft scissors. <laughs> like my mother did, you know. It's like, you got to actually buy hair scissors. hair scissors. Even if you buy cheap ones that you're basically treating as a disposable item, you'll be much happier yeah. with the results. So being bald has advantages in a partial economic shutdown the same way that being tall normally has enormous advantages throughout most of life until you're in an airplane. We're just (laughs) inside most places, I'd say. Then suddenly being tall is the biggest disadvantage. I can verify. Being tall in an airplane is a bitch. Mm -hmm. Especially with these, they're they're crippling now. I've been, I feel cramped and I am not tall. And I remember sitting next to this dude who was like 6'6". And I was like, I don't even know how you're folded into this seat right now. And he was in a middle seat, not even an end seat. (gasps) Poor guy. Mm -hmm. I I have to do the aisle seats now because it's the only way I get any semblance of leg room. Mm -hmm. And if I can afford it, I I spring for like the exit row or something. Mm -hmm. Just so you can push Mm -hmm. half your body out into the aisle? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Because otherwise, my my knees are in the back of the seat. Yep. Back in my day. I have no no idea what any of you are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Back in my day, there was room on airplanes. It's true. We have the same days, and <laughs> I don't remember ever having room. I've actually flown a lot. Like I, You were flying as a child, so of course yeah. there's a lot more room. <laughs> That's true, exactly. too. When you, were, when you were three, there was not an issue. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of yeah, room was, for you in the seat when you were five. Room. There was there's way so room. much room. <laughs> well, alrighty. I don't think we're going to make it out of this battle. So yeah, we're in a really bad spot. We've got these two ghost children surrounding us, and then this third brother swarm, buzzy, hornet, creepy child murderer guy shows up it's not it's it's creepy enough being a child murderer ghost Mm -hmm. it's so extra messed up that he uses children as his minions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's horrible turns children into undead minions i hate undead minion makers (laughs) (laughs) they're the worst kind they're the worst kind yeah and yes he's he's surrounded by bugs right gary 
I hate uh, bugs. Yes. He was when he was uh, still alive. He was covered in honey and killed by a bunch of hornets. And they hung around him in death, in undeath. They did. That's so messed up. Yeah. How was That's he made? A swarm of undead hornets. How was he made undead, Gary? Do we know? Uh, there's a lot of belief of uh, some wraiths uh, are created when a tragic death occurs. Mm, mm. How was his death tragic, though? Well, it was the brutal murder of being covered in honey and hornets thrown at him. He deserved it. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's me that was justice. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. I'm just saying it's a brutal death for anyone. Yeah, no, it's traumatic for him. Totes brutes. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too, right? Like some undead, it's it's if they were a bad person, it's like the anger that they held in life is is too strong on, yeah. to to be killed. I think that would be in the, the, the case here. He was just so evil. Mm-hmm. It's really messed up that his punishment in death is coming back to haunt other people. Speaking of killing children, we really do need to kill these children. Yeah, let's go. Um, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get after it, poor things. Yeah, we, we need I, to I've, free them from their ghastly burden. And I need to see how this turns out, because we're in, we're in bad shape right now, and we may not make it out of this. Yeah. Mm. So, so we should how see. bad a shape are we in? Because I'm one point down. Roderick is below half. Vivian's below half. Well, they did some damage then. They did the con drain. That's what happens. That is true. We also never healed from the last combat, so yeah. I don't. I don't think I was really. I don't. I wasn't that down from that one. Though. No, Roger was the only one who like took like thirteen points or something like mm-hmm. that from that combat. Mm-hmm. And I thought yep. you'd been healed at least partially. That was after the combat with uh, Rachel. It was not after oh, the combat okay. with Got Karen. Got it. I'd forgotten about that one. Alrighty then. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna continue in the initiative as we left off. Yep. Continuing in this fun combat, I believe we ended the last episode with the Brother Swarm uh, making his way in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pointing out that he has some new things to play with, and this should be fun. Uh, so he is going to swoop on in. It is his spot in the initiative. Looks like that is Zenobia that is up close. Yep. Okay, so he is going to roll on in and try that same incorporeal touch that the children have been doing. They do seem to have a favorite technique. Yes. Well, starting off great here, that was a nine. Misses. (laughs) Well, thank goodness for that. All right, so a little reprieve on this first round uh, from the Brother Swarm. He swoops on in. He doesn't quite get a hold of Zenobia and Vivian. It is your turn. He's just shaken by her fierceness. Yes, as well he should be. That's what it is. Vivian's going to channel to harm undead. They're all in a tight little cluster around her, so I'm sure they're going to appreciate that. Three, so it's three will saves. Yes. All right, for Alan, 21. Save. For Elsa, nine. Fail. And for the Brother Swarm, 18. Save. I rolled seven points of damage, which is not great. So Elsa takes three. And then the other two take one. Dang. Makes sense. She's shaken. (laughs) That was enough that when you do channel, Elsa disappears. Thank you. That's what I needed. needed. (laughs) She was really close then. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had... She had two hit points. Oh, thank goodness. That was the one that I really needed her to get rid of. Now I can... Now we can focus on Brother Swarm. If Roger can stop futzing with Alan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you keep having a slap fight over there. 
well, I'm missing slap fight because I don't think y'all have hit each other very often. Yeah, he's missed me more than he's hit me too. Mm-hmm. So good round by Vivian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still stuck in that bear trap though. Yeah, so that means I can't take a move action, right? You can take a move equivalent action. You just can't move. That's what I was wondering. Right. Okay. So what would be such a move equivalent action? Drawing a weapon, reloading a crossbow. Drinking a potion? No, that's a standard action, but you oh. can draw a potion. But then you lose your next turn drinking. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay, so anything else from Vivian this round? Uh, she's fine right now. Then it is Renly slash Carrie. Renly slash Carrie is going to... She a flying bitch. <laughs> she's flying, but she only has like four more rounds left. So I don't know if I should land and stop and fight, or if I should just keep going until it ends. I think this combat could be done in four rounds one way or the other, so I would say just keep singing. Mm-hmm. All right, then I will continue singing, and I'm actually going to uh, cast Umbral Weapon on my halberd. Nice. Halberd. Ooh, what's that do? Umbral Weapon is... Uh, so I cast it on the, on the targeted weapon. A shadowy afterimage trails behind the... The weapon potentially damaging foes even when the weapon misses. Ooh. Once per round, when the uh, weapon's wielder misses a creature with the target weapon, the wielder can reroll the attack. If the reroll hits, the spell hits the targeted creature and deals 1d8 points of cold damage plus one additional point per two caster levels. Uh, if you attack a creature, uh, if an, an attack creature has spell resistance, you must attempt a caster level check. It's a lot of words. <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. This is a nerdy game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you going to move? So, yeah, you can yeah, fly yeah. up. If you want to fly around the Brother Swarm, you can give Zenobia a flank. You have the movement. Yeah, then that's what I'll do. Cool. I'm going to fly up after I landed and come around to the Brother Swarm's back. Flies around the other side of the Brother Swarm who moved up on Zenobia. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then doing that and then casting your umbral weapon. Before he moved, not after. We don't want any attacks of opportunity here. <laughs> right. Very good. All right. Zenobia would be next. All right. I am going to swing. I have, um, Gary, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I still have one holy water charge left. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah I think it's right. last episode. I think you still have one left. Yes. I'm going to swing with my magic maze at the Brother Swarm, taking your, advantage of the flank. Your wet magic maze. My wet magic maze, yes. Ooh. And, ooh, 16. Natural 16. Natural 16 plus 12, so it's... 28. 28. That'll hit. And that's, um... So does the flank give me anything to... No, nothing to damage? Not against this creature. Against normal creatures, yes. Right, okay, so I wasn't crazy. Totally crazy. So that, for my heavy mace, which is magic... Ah, not great damage. Minimum, in fact. Minimum, in fact, uh, yes. Yeah. So, so, one, two, three. So five with the magic, then. So it's two. So five points of uh, bludgeoning damage with the mace. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the holy water. And then holy and water. Then, and then that is 2d4. Ooh, that nice. Is, that is maximum. Maximum damage. So eight, eight points of holy water. Eight points of holy water damage. So that's, so that's 13 total. Okay. So it takes half of that. And anything else for Zenobia's turn? You can study for next time. I am going to study for next time because uh, because I can. Very good. Uh, Roderick, it is your turn. All right, so Roderick is still fl- uh, flailing around with Alan, so he doesn't have a lot of great options other than just swinging at him again with his flaming shock plus one keen longsword, which is magically enhanced by Carrie's song. 
I totally missed that. <laughs> this huge Sorry, tray. Sorry, I just roll, rolling. Tray. We have this huge rolling tray, and you, I don't. You just natural one on rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it still was a roll, so we're going with it. It's natural seventeen, so it's a critical threat. Yes. Oh, what a cheater. <laughs> I don't know. That was out of the box. So. We don't have a box rule. We never established a box rule. So that's a natural eight to confirm. So with the singing bonus and everything else, that is 16 to hit. 16 against Alan is a hit. So that's a confirmed critical. Yay. Oh, yes. So this card says fingertipped. Normal damage and one dex damage. Target cannot use one hand until healed. <laughs> well. well, this target doesn't have fingers, so I'll just go with the double damage if that's all the same to you gary that's fine <laughs> so does double ma- damage mean he'll take full damage for whatever you roll if you do the math backwards yeah because <laughs> it's double damage and then you half it again back to normal yeah okay <laughs> so it's 2d8 who i rolled really well Thank goodness take this kid out so that's 16 points of slashing damage and then uh one point of shock damage and three points of fire damage and that's doubled no, the, no. the elemental damage is not double. So that's 20 points altogether? Yes. yes. That would be halved. Mm-hmm. So 10. So with that, as you slash through Alan, the electricity and the fire eradicate him. Oof. Oh, we needed that. We really needed to knock these two out in this first round. Now we can just focus on the, yes. the primary target. Things are looking up. All right. So just one little evil bad guy left. Just the main one, no big deal. Just the boss. It's just like, just like bad. You you need to knock on all the wood right now. (laughs) You hear me? (laughs) Who is it? Anyway, whose turn is it, Gary? Anyway, uh, we're back to the top of the order with the brother swarm. This bastard. So he is going to do a five foot hover because he's, you know, hovering. He's not on the ground. Which way? Either way. Away from Roderick. That's what I like. You would do it that way. Uh, anyway, so now that he is five foot out, that still leaves him with, looks like, Carrie or Zenobia there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Zenobia just walloped him. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I think he's going to go for Zenobia again, because Carrie, you It would make flying. sense. Z- Zenobia, uh, yeah, because Carrie is flying. It makes more sense. You. Um, You're going for Zenobia. <sighs> holds up her shield and says, I hate this part. <laughs> and she knows her shield doesn't help, but she's going to do it anyway. I hate this it getting hit part. So that is a natty night. Oh, jeez. Misses. <laughs> so nobody says, oh, thank heavens. Wait, no, so what's the total? Uh, oh. Total would be a 25 against touch. Ooh, ouch. Never mind. That hits. Yes, no. he rolled a 19. Didn't 19 would have hit your touch AC anyway. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> I thought she was joking. She just speaks serious. <laughs> She was just going to try to bluff her way out of that. Nope, sure. doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. <laughs> Not me. Nope, I'm nope, fine. Is, I'm, all's good. Uh-huh. All right. So that is two points of negative energy drain, and I need you to make a fortitude save. Alrighty. Uh-oh. Ooh, ooh. Ten. Ten is going to fail. Yeah, I figured it would. And that's going to be four points of constitution. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, jeez. brutal. So, hope you guys are happy. I got hit. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, that's how this works. You finally caught up to Roderick. Ouchies. Damn it. <laughs> Brutal. All right. So, with that... And I still don't Zenobia like that part. not looking quite as strong. But she's even more pissed. But Brother Swarm is looking stronger. Oh, of course you he jerk. I forgot he healed himself doing that. Ugh. 
Mouse Hat. <laughs> All right. So does my constitution damage uh, changes my uh, fortitude? Yeah, your fortitude yeah, right. save now goes down by two as well. Yeah. It's brutal. It's As you keep taking this damage, it makes it harder to resist it in the future. Mm-hmm. I was just reminding you, this is the kind of creature that killed Thurskill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to kill Renly, too. <laughs> Renly's doing great. Flying around all crazy. Yeah, Carrie's in the best shape. I mean, I, I I don't need to remind you, Roderick can fly, too. He's just, just There's no tactical advantage to doing so, so he's just uh, toughing it out with y'all. <laughs> he could just leave. You're so passive-aggressive. <laughs> I have a question. Um, if if I get drained, is this um, uh, is this like a blood drain or a, um, some type of drain like that? Uh, would my angelic blood, is, my, is the question I'm asking, uh, hurt back? Read angelic? I don't think so. No, it's not a blood thing. No, it's, a, it's, energy. it's an energy type drain. Yeah, you get a plus two bonus on saving throws against effects with the evil descriptor and, and on constitution checks to stabilize when you're reduced to negative hit points, but not dead. Furthermore, each time you take bleed or blood drain damage, each undead creature or creature with the evil subtype that is currently adjacent to you also takes one point of damage. No, this is not blood drain, However, so it doesn't matter. does this count as an evil thing? Yes, this would be an evil effect. Yeah. Yeah. So you would get a plus two to that. It's evil So effect. when you roll your fortitude save, you get a plus two on top of whatever it is. Sweet. Yeah, very good. We all wish we had it. Was that an alternate racial trait? Um, yes, yeah, it's a feat. It's oh, a it's feat. a feat. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off here. I was curious. No, you're good. Um, since we have two, you know, Asimars in the party. Mm-hmm. Um, very different right. Asimars. Very much so. One's more emphasis on the ass than the other. <laughs> and he likes it that way. more than more. He's an ass man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Vivian, you're up next. Vivian is going to look at this horrible creature and cast Ghostbane Dirge. <gasps> what, is Ghost, what does Ghostbane Dirge do? Ghostbane Dirge. Ghostbane Dirge. Why don't you tell us what it does, Richard? Because I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> I know what um, it does mechanically, but I don't have the description. Hold on. Do-do-do. The target coalesces into a semi-physical form for a short period of time. While subject to the spell, the incorporeal creature takes half damage from non-magical attack forms and full damage from magic weapons, spells, and spell-like effects, and supernatural effects. Yes. So I've just made this creature easier to hit. And it lasts for five rounds. Is there a save? Oh, yeah, there's a save. (laughs) Go ahead and give me a save. (laughs) No, there's no save, Gary. What can I save? Uh, Will. Will save. What can I save? (laughs) It's a 14. Ooh, that's a fail. <gasps> that is nice. massive. You just won us the battle, Vivian. DC is 15. Wow. Uh, wow. Missed it by one. Yeah, which is enough. And that was a natural eight on that roll. Ooh. He's got a, he's pretty strong-willed. Thank yeah. you for rolling poorly. That's one of the difficult things that everything that's good against incorporeal creatures is a will save, yeah. and that's incorporeal creatures' highest save, so it's annoying. Mm. Well, it's like the CMD, CMB stuff, where it's like, I want to do all these cool grapple things, but the creatures that I would try to do them on have eight legs and are really good at grappling. Yes. <laughs> right. They laugh at you when you do it. Yeah. It's like, it would be great if I could disarm this giant, which has a CMD of 32. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is going to be in effect for the next five rounds. All right. So he's much easier to hit as his incorporeal wispy form kind of starts to solidify a bit. 
I can. So those magical weapons you've got right now are going to hit him full on. I can totally see it too. Like, you know, it's all wispy. And then, um, you know, it's like when they show the video of, of like a, a drop in water or something and then they reverse the, the footage mm-hmm. where it all like sucks back in together. So I've, yep. I have two questions, Gary. The first question is, how does he look having this happen to him? What do you mean? Does he look frightened or concerned? No, not really. So he's a genuine he's psychopath. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, second question. Um, and we may want to look this up because I know it's going to come up. Ghost touch weapons allow for precision damage. Does an incorporeal creature that's been brought corporeal by Ghostbane Dirge become subject to precision damage as well? That is a good question. I need to look that up. Looking up. Look it up like a light switch. Do you have a ghost touch weapon? No, I don't think anybody's do. Looks like most of the, f- the forums are saying that uh, seeing as it doesn't actually remove the incorporeal subtype from the monster, that it does not allow the sneak attack damage. Yep, you're right. I'm reading the same thing. So, oh well. Nice so, try. Alrighty. So, no sneak attack damage, Zenobia, but all the damage from your weapon will go through. Thanks to Renly and the magic song. Yes. Oh, wasn't her weapon magical already? Yeah, but I'm thinking Renly is the one that doesn't have magical weapons. Yeah, but now it's magical. This is great. Who's gonna Who's gonna help me uh, flank? Renly. Mm-hmm. Carrie. Renly is right there. And I'm stuck in a bear trap. Yeah, that's true. So, so not so, Vivian. Not Vivian, yes. Who not Vivian will flank for me? If you want to flank with Vivian, you got to go to her. <laughs> yeah, hear that. I frankly. Need I remind you, I'm still stuck in a bear trap. <laughs> I want to stay, continue to stay between Vivian and the enemy mm-hmm. as much as I can since the enemy's floaty. I support this. So. All right. It is Renly slash Carrie's turn. So Renly slash Carrie is going to slash at this guy with his her halberd. Good job. Here we go. Uh, 18. 18. 19. 19. 19. 19. All right. 19 hits. Yes. yes. So it is a D10. Where's my D10? And are you going to try to cr- trip the incorporeal creature? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> uh, but that is 10. Oh, wait. Does the magic count as 1 plus 1? What? Your, your magic singing? No, yeah. Does, 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 do I get plus 1 to, to damage as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's uh, 7 plus 1 is 8 plus 3 is 11. Yes. Points of damage. And then my umbral weapon, does it only... I think it's only if you miss. Yeah. It's like a second chance attack. Okay. Well, there you go. However, thanks to Vivian's Ghostbane Dirge, that magical weapon does full damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All 11 points. That's huge. Mm. It is. And are you going to move? Sure. I'll, I'll move to flank. Thank you. It's not quite a flank yet, but it, when Zenobia moves, she can get back into a flank, which is how she if, likes it. If it's a true flank, do I have to be, because I'm flying, do I have to be up above it? You just need to be within weapon's reach. Okay. Which you are by definition, because you attacked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it just so happens to be Zenobia's turn. So, I need to move to complete the flank. I have studied this creature already. I'm going to quick draw... Another vial of holy water and splash my mace and swing to hit. Okay. This has got to be so cool to see, like mm-hmm. in, in watching this, the Grave Warden do this. Oh, yes. And it all happens so fast. So that's a 16 on the roll. 26. 26 will hit? Yes. So this is the, the mace damage. Nuts. 5, 6, 7, 8 
eight mace damage, and then roll the holy water. And mm-hmm. that all goes through. And five damage, five on the uh, holy water. So 13 damage. Yeah. 13 damage. That all goes through. All right. It's nice. Yar. Making short work of this incorporeal creature now with that ghostbane dirge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vivian again saves everyone's yes. life. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm so glad he failed. Uh, <laughs> boy, thank uh, you. <laughs> yes, Roderick. All right, so Zenobia just moved out of Roderick's way, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do this turn, but now I know exactly what I'm going to do this turn. So Roderick is ten feet away from this creature. Roderick is going to activate his spell combat and spell strike abilities. Noel's already exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so Roderick casts Shocking Grasp And that spell charges through his sword He's going to take a five foot step Towards the creature And thanks to spell combat He's going to attack twice Ooh, Nice. Silver's the first attack So the first regular attack Is a 14 14 misses Alright that's fine Because then the second attack Is a 20 Modified 20 hits Yes So this is, a, this is awesome So first of all The magic sword damage Okay that's not great <laughs> It's eight points of magical slashing damage on this recently formed corporeal creature, but now the shocking grasp damage. Hear all those dice. Oh, I rolled a lot better this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see a couple sixes there. Five. 20 points of electricity damage from the shocking grasp. Ow! So that's 28 total. 28 total. 28 total, and the brother swarm ceases to exist. Oh my god. Oh! Nice. I, I, would, I like to see the, the electricity bouncing from B to B <laughs> and destroying every single one of them. Like popcorn with a with a, an electronic buzz to go with their. Boy, Roderick, nice. Yeah, nice. Don't take this too close, Gary, for your monsters. But yeah, never stand ten feet away from Omegas because he'll do that to you. Vivian channels. Thank you. Okay. Uh, everyone gets 12 points of healing. Not enough. That heals up almost all of the hit point damage I took, but I'm still four con down. Yeah. Uh, I, I also... got my one point back. Thank God. <laughs> how, do, how, do, how do we get that back? Vivian has to cast Lesser Restoration on us. I have a Lesser Restoration... Potion. Potion. Yeah, but we don't want to use that when we have the wand available. We'll save that for emergencies. Fair enough, yeah. but just to keep reminding myself that I have one. I do the same thing. Trust Kay. me. So Vivian channels, and then immediately afterwards, she's going to start healing some con damage. Also, Still in the bear trap. Should we get her out of the trap? <laughs> I, yes, I think I think we will be working to get her out. Okay, so we healed up all that con damage. That took six charges of the wand of lesser restoration we got that at harrowstone yeah we're down to one charge on that so we need to pick up another wand yeah mm-hmm. we need a new one um and just like that another rape comes along. Ah, and then uh i did two channels in total so that we're all back up to our hit points yeah and you rolled really high you rolled 12 on the second one so. yeah i'm gonna uh try and disable device Again. She's been doing that all stuck in the bear trap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so while you guys are trying to get me out of the bear trap, I'm poking y'all with well, wands. Well, disabled device still doesn't work, so I'm just going to go lean on it until I can open the thing what? up. Yeah, what? Roderick's going to try a strength check. Yeah. And fails. <laughs> Boy, this is really stuck. How do we do a strength check? How, well, roll, roll your d20 and add your strength modifier. You can just try a disabled device again. Well, we'll say disabled device uh, 26. 26? Is that disabled device? Yes. Then you're able to open it. Fling. You're getting Fling. really good at those, Zenobia. Pfft, took me three shots 
Roderick. It's kind of like the Roderick roll. <laughs> Vivian, step out of it before it snaps back again. What do you think I just did, Sinopia? Well, you didn't say. <laughs> She's gotten sassy. God, must be something going on with her. It's almost like you were stuck in the bear trap for ten minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> Well, let's pack that up, because that's definitely evidence. Speaking of which, let's look around. Uh, Was there anything left behind from the Brother Swarm? Uh, Nothing left behind from the Brother Swarm. Damn it! However, if you do a uh, perception check... No. And I wanted to look at the Scarecrow, where he came from. Mm -hmm. It's 29. 29. Uh, So you definitely notice, especially going up closer to the the Scarecrow, uh, you see, like, Right underneath the scarecrow, built into the side of this hill, like the entrance to a cave. Cave. Pass. Mm. Pass. I don't want to go in. <laughs> well, Roderick's feeling like a spring chicken after all that healing, so he's ready to go first. Mm. Well, we always know it's a good idea to send in Roderick first. Yeah, so he can almost die, and then mm-hmm. everyone else can wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't want to go. I really don't want to go in a cave. I guess we I have, to. have to. Well, Vivian, think about it. The Brother Swarm is dead. If we had gone in here before we killed it, that would have been worse. What if the Brother Swarm had a brother? Ah, uh, that's or a, a good point. Or a sister. Yeah, yes. it could be a sister, too. It's not determined by the name have Brother Swarm. Have we killed all the kids? No, there's uh, one left. Yeah, which which one is left? Is it one of the boys? It's one of the boys. What was the name? Let's see. We got Karen, Elsa, Rachel. I think we're missing Guard. No, we got, no, we got Guard was the first. Oh, so then Martin, the first yeah, one. Martin, he's the one we haven't got. He's the first one. He's the real boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been... He's double the CR. The whole time. Yeah. All right, Ghostbane Dirge is the first spell you need to cast. <sighs> I don't have that. <laughs> Can't do that again. That was our last second level spell slot. Yep. Um, Vivian is actually going to pull out the Wand of Tear Light Wounds. It's going to be her weapon of choice. <laughs> Can you use it as a, a negative energy? Not negative. We'll see. If I cast negative energy on an undead creature, it heals them. Oh, okay. Yes, that's I can not what use I mean. it to attack. You can use it to attack. Yes. yes. All right. That's the important uh, part. Yes. Yes. Go, Gary. All right. So you start making your way into the cave. Uh, mm-hmm. What is the vision situation? It's pretty dark once you go inside. Viv- Roger and Renly have dark vision, so... Vivian's got light on her um, thing that her power comes from. And I've got... Uh, Holy symbol. <laughs> I've got my shield boss where I can open or close the little window on my... Uh, sunrod. Sunrod. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so you're all able to see once you go inside. This is a very small cave, so it doesn't like go deep into the earth or anything like that. Um, it's like a cellar. Kind of like a cellar, yeah. As you do look around inside, you do see four corpses. What, Philip? Did peach preserve? Peach <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do see lots of honey. Uh, uh, he sort of emba- embraced his fate. <laughs> become a beekeeper in his afterlife. <laughs> you see his little beekeeper suit hanging to the side. <laughs> it's like, hey, this is my afterlife. I might as well get into it. That's so Do hornets make honey? Probably not. But I know they make paper. So if I had to guess, these four corpses are probably child size? They are. Uh-oh. Aren't there more than four dead kids? Child-sized evidence. No, uh, Karen died in her bed. And then Elsa's body was found as well. Oh. Okay, that's right. So as you are looking around in here and you see these four child-sized corpses, you see coming from out of the kind of the corner over there to the side, the small kind of white light. Hmm. The light gets a little bit bigger and bigger and bigger until like a child-sized shape steps through it. It's Martin. 
kill him. Rolling for initiative? No. <laughs> it, we immediately attack the, the light. Oh, it's a little girl? Okay. It's a little girl. And you recognize her because she looks just like Elsa. Mm. We just saw you. Elsa. Hello? Are you going to try to kill us again? No, I, I'm i very sorry about that. I, I, I wasn't in control. I understand. I, I, I didn't want to hurt anybody. Oh, you didn't. I'm fine. <laughs> the only person that counted was safe. <laughs> the the bad man, the, the the brother swarm. He he made us do it all. I know, Elsa. I know. Mm-hmm. Yes, Elsa. You you have nothing to be ashamed of. When this type of thing happens to someone, they are not in control. They are forced to follow compulsions that they wouldn't normally execute. But you you freed me. Oh, that's wonderful. Very glad for that. That is what we are meant to do. We're also trying to free your friend. Yes, we... Martin is is still trapped. Oh, what dear. Was about? I was talking about um, the beast. The beast? Yes. Oh. The town, the town thinks that he hurt all of you. No, no, no. The, he couldn't hurt a fly. Well, he could, but he wouldn't. Thank you, Roderick. Why don't we let the child talk? I'm going to step outside. <laughs> Obvious, man. The beast. It was... People called him a beast, but he wasn't a beast at all. He was very kind and, and gentle. and He was my friend. He speaks... I, I, he misses I you. I him poetry. <laughs> did you teach him to read? I did. He still has the book, you know. He does? No, he doesn't. It's in... <laughs> No, but we're going to give it to him. Yeah. Renly has a really loose relationship with the truth. We've determined this. <laughs> he still... Well, we're here to help him. And the beast misses you, Elsa. I miss him, too. But you said Martin. He's still trapped? He is. How do we free him? The he, same way? Uh, the, there's something very, very strange with this Brother Swarm's magic. He, when he... When he makes us one of them, we're not allowed to leave the place that he puts us. Well, he's gone Where now. Did he put but his magic still exists. Hmm. Where did he put Martin? He put Martin by his house. He wanted all of the houses to be guarded for some reason. I don't understand why. There's nothing there. Huh. Roderick immediately starts looking for a journal. <laughs> why would he do that? An undead journal? Well, a journal he wrote when he was alive. When I'm undead, I'm gonna make all these wraith children. (laughs) You have no imagination. Perhaps perhaps he just wanted to torture us further by putting us where we lived. Sounds like a right bastard. Did you not like where you lived? He put me near the beast's house. Hmm. Dear. He would... The way that he would work was he would use Martin and our friends and make them sound like they were in distress or make us follow them somehow and then he would attack us he had a he wanted to torture all of us Mm. well he's not going to be able to do that anymore Elsa will you save Martin? yes of course is there anything you would like to say to Horus of the beast? we named him Horus and why did you name him Horus? Seemed I can't like remember. he s- seemed like he was a Horus. 
Yeah, it just fits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta go with these things, Elsa. <laughs> well, we, okay. we didn't think a beast was suitable enough, because he's not a beast. We wanted people to know that he's a person. Elsa, we are definitely going to go save your friend Martin. However, we're also trying to save Horace. Is there anything you could think of that we could bring that would prove that he was not responsible? Something that could prove that this this brother swarm, this evil creature, was the one who did it? Well... I mean, you couldn't come to the courtroom and testify yourself, could you? I mean, just asking. I'd... We've got a nice bottle here we can put your soul in. <laughs> just temporarily, I promise. Formerly held I holy feel, water. I feel like I would need to be summoned. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have the planar ally spell available to us. Um, I wonder if the Phrasma lady could do that. There might be something, but at, at the meantime, please continue, Elsa. I, I don't know if there's anything that... Maybe the the bear trap? Yes, we, we, we put that one together. We saw the damage to... Who was the one that first... It was Renly, right? Stepped in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we saw we saw the damage to Renly's leg. I was like, ah, oh, this matches the description of the peasants who said that you were attacked by some beast with large teeth. Peasants, oh, really, Roderick? Villagers. Mm. I'm sorry. I, it it just slips out every once in a while. It's it's not intentional. <laughs> Classism. He's very arrogant, isn't he? Yes, he he's is. quite a dick. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Well, these language. These peasants, as you call them, are my family and friends. They're trying to put your friend Horace in a burning effigy. I'm just trying to let you know that. And he didn't do it, so you need to save him. Yes, and those are the people trying to put him in it. Oh I'm, my god, stop. Oh, Frederick, stop arguing with the undead child. I'm gonna go outside again. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun with this character. I don't know about y'all. Look, look at the map and find out where Martin's house is. Yes. Go and go find a bear trap. Yeah, not a boy. Stop arguing with undead children. <laughs> how can we? How can we ease your transition, Elsa? Yes, uh, um, I should be able to cross over easily now. Beware the bear traps around the outside of the city. The the villagers put those there to try to trap the beast and keep him away after they ran him out of town. Mm, that's a lot of bear traps. Still. Didn't work out well for you. Sorry, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your your friend was crying out like they were caught in a bear trap, you would re- go check on them, too. Yes. Yes, we would. So who put that first bear wait, trap down? The, wait, the the beast was crying like he was caught in a bear trap, or Martin or one of your friends? Uh, it was it was Karen. <sighs> oh. Sounded like she... Karen was trapped out there, but it was just using her form because she wasn't dead. But Karen was my friend. She was, she was very ill. So did she just die? Mm-hmm. No, because we did find her form. We will go take. Thank you for talking to us, Elsa. I'm glad you're free. We will go and free Martin as well. Thank you. Please help help Martin, and and please help Horace. Read him the poetry. If if his book is not there, he likes other poetry. It keeps him calm. Good to know. Does he have a favorite poem from the book that you gave him? There's one that is called "The Sun Is Getting Real Low." <laughs> okay, perfect. I think I'll read that to him. Very good. Elsa, can you confirm if Horace liked socks with little rubber duckies on them? Uh, <laughs> rubber duckies were his favorite. I knew it. Thank you, Elsa. We have a really cohesive group here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do we watch her cross over, or do we leave her glowing in the cave? That is up to you. <laughs> I, I, I'm we sit there and wait forward. for it to happen. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I'm gonna go. I, I I feel like this connection is weakening. So <laughs> I'm losing signal. I'm going into a dead zone. <laughs> Literally <laughs> <the> dead zone. <laughs> I didn't even put that. Yeah, accidental jokes are the best. Bye bye Elsa. Bye Elsa. Bye. She steps through and crosses over to the other side. Yay! Let's go hmm. kill another child. I take a jar of honey. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay. It Roger takes one bad. too. Yeah. I mean, it's not detecting as evil, so... Mm. Make sure you write it in your inventory. I'm having fun playing Roderick. He's a he's obviously very literal-minded. Like, he's not meaning harm at all. He's just... He's trying to make sure that... He doesn't think that incorrect information helps anyone, so he's trying to be correct about it. <laughs> Making sure to refer to people as peasants rather than villagers. <laughs> you know, both of those are correct. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mess. All right. So did you find Martin's house on the map, Roderick? I mean, if they're not lords, they're peasants. <gasps> yes, I did. And what are you? He's in a weird in-between category. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's above peasants. He's a peasant. He's, He's below yield, lords, but above peasants. Middle class. Middle class. Did you yeah. say that, Philip? Ye old middle class. I said ye old middle class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. This looks like a middle class village. They've got big houses. They're not living in huts. Mud huts. They built their houses immediately adjacent to quicksand. This coming from the man whose father is a werewolf. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. It's an accidental werewolf. <laughs> hmm. So if we were to get to Martin's house, we basically go back to Karen's house and then just walk up the street a little further and around. Can we send... Um, Timothy? Miss Carrie, yes. Can we send Timothy around to look for more bear traps so we don't step in anymore? Unfortunately, that was a witch spell and I'm only a level one witch, so it's gone. <laughs> Well, then I have to guess I just have to roll. Well, couldn't we retrace our steps? Yes, we should definitely retrace our steps and only and I will roll for uh, trap detection. We will just stand still until I do it right. (laughs) Oh, can't Zenobia take us down the exact... I mean, she's part ranger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just follow our tracks. Do tracking. Yes. Roll a tracking check. And if you hear a buzz, audience, I apologize. That's Skype. And Richard, what's the what's the track? It's half my. It's half your Slayer level, and this would apply because you're tracking yourself technically. Two, so. Mm-hmm. I'll even give you a bonus because you can find yourself easily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Tw- <laughs> she found herself on this adventure. Twenty modified. Yep. So, so twenty to follow her own tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it's very easy to see your own tracks. All right, so we go back through our own tracks carefully, back to and then to Martin's house. Do I have to do a detect traps? Well, I think the bear traps are only in the, the outside fields, right. like the town. They put in Martin's backyard. <laughs> yeah, once you get um, back to where the roads are, it's very easy to follow. Just follow the road. Uh, so with this one, you can get back to the road there and head back toward Karen's house. Uh, and then you can either cut that following the road, go toward Rachel's, and then up to Martin. Or you can try to cut through the swampy area that is no. definitely the first thing you said the first thing you said <laughs> yeah i really think going through the swampy area is it's the equivalent to let's go in the barn full of uh, the shed full of sh- weapons the shed full of weapons <laughs> <Yeah>. chainsaws <laughs> hanging from the ceiling let's let's split the party too mm-hmm. one yeah so that's it two of us go through the swamp yeah. and three of us go yeah. th- on the path mm-hmm. to flank we'll find more treasure that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like this plan. <laughs> I knew you would, but we're not doing that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you do, you follow the road back to Karen's house, kind mm-hmm. of cross over toward the center of town to Rachel's and the cemetery and the chapel, and then head take the north path at this point. Um, 
heading up toward Martin's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you get up toward Martin's house, you can tell this is probably the uh, the least wealthy part of town. See, Roderick, this is where the peasants live. I'm pretty sure those three ladies came from here. <laughs> it's quite possible. <laughs> I know them when I see them. You're so awful. The three ladies. The witnesses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so you see Martin's house is a very, you know, small shack. Looks like basically like a one room kind of shack is here. Uh, I'm already feeling sorry for him. It's as effective. As you see him, he's kind of still wandering around outside kind of aimlessly. Mm. He, he hasn't noticed you yet. Do you think we could convince him just to give up? Let us release him? Ooh, do we have a race siphon? No, that's not a thing, Renly. We already talked about this last time. <laughs> I was going to say, did we help <laughs> eliminate that? Vivian will call out. Martin. Martin. Hello? Martin. Oh. New friends. Yes, please don't touch us. <laughs> yes, but, Elsa sent us. But I'm so cold. You know what will warm you up? This bright light from Vivian. Yes, I can help with that. I can help warm you up, Martin. In a non-creepy way. I... <laughs> I think I know exactly what I need. And he starts making his way towards you, and we're rolling for initiative. <sighs> well, we, did, we didn't do whatever it was we were supposed to do there. <laughs> I don't know. So how else we could have handled that except, you know. 17. 17 for Zenobia. 16 for Roderick, to make it easy. Right below her. 16 for Roderick. 16 for Renly. 16 for Renly. And who has the higher bonus? I have a two. One, so Renly. And Vivian. And Vivian. 14. 14. We're all pretty close together. Everybody, including Martin, is all right there together. But we are starting off with Zenobia. I'm quick draw holy water and tinct my mace and swing. 19. 19 hits. Yay. All right. That's a six. Nine points from the heavy mace. And three points on the holy water. All right. So that would be 12 points altogether. Mm-hmm. Six points halved. Six points. All right. Well, Martin is not happy that you just hit him. How dare you? So he's going to try to steal some of your warmth. Mm-hmm. Natural 20. Oh, it's terrible. This is against touch, right? You're about to be crit. As an 18 to confirm against touch. Mm. That's a crit. Mm-hmm. Critical. I got your card right here, Gary. Okay. Nerve damage. Uh-oh. Normal damage, which is actually better, and target is slowed for 1d6 rounds. So what's it mean when you're slowed? Like half movement? Yeah. Half movement, negative. it's the opposite of haste, so negative one to AC attacks, um, reflex saves, and you get one fewer attacks on a full round attack, but you only have one attack, so that doesn't apply. Right. You still get a wound oh, action, though, right? Yes. Cool. So what's my okay. what's my damage? Me two points of damage, and I need a fortitude save. And this is a minus one. No, you do not take a penalty to your fortitude save. It's only reflex. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. All right. You feel okay? Alrighty. Okay, so I'm just looking it up. You're actually staggered, which means you can only take a move or standard action each round, not both. It. So I can stand still and hit, or I can move and, move not, hit. and not hit. But it means yeah. you can't study and hit. So it was 1d6 rounds, I think? Okay. Well, I only rolled a 1 on the d6. So. Oh, well, that's great. So you only have to suffer this for one round. Awesome. Could have been much worse. Mm-hmm. All right. So 
with that, he is going to... Since he didn't have to move, he just had to reach out and attack. He is going to try to move past. Towards the rest of us? That will provoke. It will. So is that? Uh, so that's the second round on the wa- uh, holy water. No, no, this is still the same round. It's this does not. The same round. It's it's not the number of swings. It's the number of rounds. So you can swing as many times ah, okay. as you can. So anyway, this is this is the same. Yes, roll a d twenty. Eleven. Pretty decent roll. Nineteen. That'll hit. Uh, seven on the mace and seven on the holy water. All right, so it's 14 altogether, which makes it seven when it's halved. Yes. That is how that works. All righty. After the culmination of that, uh, Martin attacks Zenobia and moves past uh, to get to the rest of the group. Zenobia swings and hits. He takes seven points of damage, and now he is right in front of Roderick. Making my next turn easy to determine. (laughs) All right, Renly. So I have a question uh, about mechanics. Okay. So the umbral weapon lasts for me four rounds. It only went two. Do I have to recast it to keep using it? Or do yes. Two rounds left. No, that was four rounds in that combat. It, it, it's not spend the rounds whenever you want. It's from the time you cast it. Right. So that's dumb. <laughs> it's not a very good spell. Honestly. Uh, uh, that's how spells work. Usually there's time um, limits so, on them. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna. Can I retcon something real quick? Because it makes sense to me. Um, Maybe. On the way over, he's back as Carrie. Well, when we were prepared to face uh, this guy. Yeah, so he totally would have been. That's fine. Okay, so yeah. As Carrie, not Renly, um, he's going to. She. uh, She is going to uh, start singing. Sing that song. Sing that song. Um, and then as a move action, uh, she will fly up and come around to flank this little baby monster. Okay. So Carrie starts singing, flies around, and creates a flank. All right. It is Roderick's turn. All right. So like I said, his turn is easy to determine now. Uh, green energy emanates from his hand again as he activates his healing hex one more time, reaches out towards this flanked ghost child. Mm-hmm. 17? Does that hit touch, AC? I'm sorry, 19. I didn't add the flank. Yep, and it still hits. Cool. Alright, so that is 12 points of positive energy damage to an arcane, to, a, to an undead creature. I do get a will save to have that, right? You do, yes. It's a adjusted 20. To well, yeah, that, that saves then. So what was that total damage? It was 12. 12, so that's halved and then halved it again because of the save. Mm-hmm. So three. Three points of damage. All right. Well, it's some damage at least. I mean, it's there's no penalty for me using it. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, it doesn't no. take from any pool. No, you're good. And he's going to stay there because he doesn't want to leave Vivian mm-hmm. alone with the child. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it is Vivian's turn. Vivian is going to step five feet back and begin casting a spell. All right, five feet back and begin casting. That brings us back to the top of the round with Zenobia. So I want to move. Um, yes, so I can hit it. Zenobia moves back. I move back. Um, Immediately underneath Carrie. Right. And we're flanking. Roderick and I are flanking. Yes. Right. It's another so natural 11. 11, 18... I couldn't study that turn because I'm still limited, right? Um, 
This is the turn where it has the effect. Yeah. So, so 11, 18, that's it, right? That'll, that's enough to hit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what matters. Yes. We have a pass-fail system here. So that's a 7, 10, and I'm sorry, is Carrie singing? Yes. 11. Yes. yes. 11 points on the physical, and then the holy water. I have such a hard time lifting these little D4s up. They're hard to grab. Yeah, D4s are hard to pick Trifles. up. But the other one goes for us. Just, oh, here we go. Uh, four on the holy water. All right, so that's 15 total. 15, yeah. So that's seven. Seven points of damage. And that's it. I can't go anywhere else, so I'm just going to wait for the next deadly touch from this evil child. Well, it just so happens to be his turn. Yes, I know. All right, so we've got multiple targets around. He's going to go for Roderick this time, because Roderick reached out and touched him. With a total of, grand total of three points of damage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's about all he can do, too. So. It's a natty 18. Mm. It'll be a 24. You already know that hit's scary. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the numbers for the listeners. Uh, two points of negative energy damage and a need of fortitude save. 16. 16. You feel okay. I thought you said you fail okay. <laughs> he fails all you right. Fail okay. Was it an um, awful fail? <laughs> as far as fails go. A, I mean, it wasn't like a natural one. It's like you tripped, but you were able to get get keep walking. You just had that like weird, I, awkward gait moment for a moment. It's not like I do that every single day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's going to take a five-foot step to get out of the flank. Yeah. Uh, Renly. Um, so he's out of the flank. He's still in your range, though. But, I mean, could I move to reflank? No, not at this point. Okay. Well, then, um, I'm going to swat at him. <laughs> so, let's see. That's a d20 for my halberd. That's usually what you roll for attacks, generally. Okay. Well, it is uh, a six is That's 14, Philip. Uh, 15. 15. 15 because I got the plus one. <laughs> the magic plus one. So, it hit. 15 is just enough to hit. Sweet. Okay. Um, this one right here. Ooh. 8 plus 1 is 9. Plus 3 is 11. 11 points of damage. Okay. He's taking that damage now, too. Which was halved, of course. All right. Roderick. Roderick is tired of playing games. He's just going to swing at this little kid here. Natural 18 is a critical threat. Roll to confirm. Natural 7 might not confirm. Is it 15 confirm? 15 confirms. Ooh. Yay! So that's a confirmed crit. Ooh. Again, irrelevant to incorporeal creatures. A lot of these seem to be written for non-incorporeal creatures. I can't imagine why. <laughs> Double damage. It says disembowel. Ooh. Double damage and 1d4 con damage and 1d6 bleed. So we'll just go with the double damage because none of the other applies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like he has bowels anymore. He also doesn't have a constitution score. Incorporeal bowels. Ooh. Anyways, double damage is still good. It's 18 points of damage total. 18 total. So nine. All right. No. Takes nine points of damage from the half. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's still good. That's That would be like if you hit him just normally. Yeah. We've been over this Basically still. Basically what, what it amounts to. It's <laughs> a good hit. Mm-hmm. That was a very good hit. He's still standing, though. And he's going to... flooding or... or and Roger's going to take a five-foot step in front of Vivian. Okay. And with that, it is Vivian's turn. So in the space that Roderick just left... um. Do you remember the Power Rangers movie when, uh, I, 
think it, I don't even remember what scene, but it's like what they they've got their their medallion on their uniforms, and whatever animal they are like sh- like pops out of it, mm-hmm. right? So Vivian's holy symbol's glowing, and in the space where Roderick was standing, a cheetah has now appeared. Mm. Well, that's cool. Cheetah. And this cheetah, as a swift action, is going to smite evil. Yay! <laughs> I was hoping you'd remember that. I don't know what that does, but it does it. <laughs> it bypasses all damage reduction. So all the damage will go through? Should, yeah. Cool. So she's going to smite evil, and now this cheetah is going to attack three times. Bite claw claw. Bite claw claw. Mm-mm-mm. Ye old bite claw claw. So I've got three dice here. My blue one's going to be, uh, shown Richard and my mom, uh, blue one's going to be the bite. The other two are the claw. All right. Ugh, bite. Probably not going to work. It's a 12. Um, 12 would miss. But then the claws were an 18 and a 16 natural. Both of those would hit. Okay. So for each claw, so 1d3 plus 6. So that is 10 points on one claw and 7 points on the other. It, it couldn't All possibly right. be 10. Oh, right. I'm sorry. It's d3. I did 6. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Oops. Oof. So that's still seven points on one claw and eight points on the other. Hey. Oof. All right. Uh, with that, as this cheetah pounces forward out of your holy symbol and slashes at this wraith child. That's a really cool as description. The, as the claws go through this mystical energy from the smite evil goes through this incorporeal creature. And just as you had seen before, this energy goes through him and the black flames around him basically engulf him in this white energy. And with that, you see this pulse of energy go from him throughout the entire town. Wow. Mm. We did it, guys. Mm. We saved this ghost town. Oh, my. Wait. Did we save the ghost town or did we ruin the ghost town? Because we killed all the ghosts over here. <laughs> we ruined it as a ghost town, yes. We ruined its tourist value. And this cheetah turns around and looks at you and says, This town is clean. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it was a really short old cheetah with, with glasses. I really wanted the cheetah to say, It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> Then, so it looks like Chester Cheetah. It doesn't look like a fierce cheetah. It's like a, a cool cheetah with sunglasses. No, it's an amalgamation of Chester Cheetah and that lady from Poltergeist. No, he puts exactly. the sunglasses on as he says, this town is clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, got it. This so it's sort of like clean. Chester Cheetah and the Pink clean. Panther. And then you all magically have a bag of Cheetos in your hand. <laughs> Magic Cheetos are the best mm. kind. But he's like, I love this spell. Are they healing Cheetos? <laughs> yeah. But they taste really, really good. Vivian's like, I love this spell. She's eating Cheetos. <laughs> Does this happen every time? I don't know. Zenobia's li- licking Cheetle off of her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have cleansed the town. Yay. Yay us. So Roderick is thinking, it's like, should we bring the, we should, I don't think we should bring the bodies of the children as evidence. That'd be a bit no. morbid, but. They don't prove Roderick. anything. I'm trying to think, how do we prove that? I don't think they prove anything, but we can tell. But when we get back to town, we can say where each body is placed, and that can be evidence of its own. Maybe we bring a map and we mark where the bodies are? I mean, we have a map right here, and it's a better map than the one we got I in the first the, place. I thought the bodies were only in the little little cave, because Well, Elsa, those are the four that were missing. Elsa was buried already. Karen was buried. 
And the other four were in the, in the cave. cave. I say that we bury these four bodies and tell them where we buried them. They can come the, back and they can put they a They might want to do a ceremony or something. I feel uncomfortable just leaving the bones exposed. I think we don't have time is the unfortunate part. They're in a cave. All right. Then let's let's close it up so no, so no animals can get in and we, spread them around. We roll a stone in front of the cave. Yep, works. They'll be back Very in good. three days. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just thinking it's appropriate. Yeah. You oh, create a burial Sunday. mound. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I miss Palm Sunday. I know. <laughs> Next year. It's so weird. Oh, you know it's serious when the Pope says Jesus is staying dead. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> well, well like to a, be like continued. A, like a groundhog or something, you know? Oh, he saw a shadow. He's going back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch uh, out for that electrical damage. <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> that's really funny. So, right, so let's go get our horse. Yep. Get your horse, gather up all the evidence that you have. Was the horse spooked away or was it still there? It's still there. Good horse. It, it's seen worse. <laughs> all right. So you gather up your evidence and you start heading back toward Lepestad for getting ready for day two of trial. And you make your way back into Lepestad. Eh, we'll just pick it up here next week. That's a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. Revel in our horrible victory. Well, I mean, we won, so a W is a W any way you slice it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs>